Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, and this week I've got a fantastic episode for you. So it's a great topic and also a really, really good guest. So my guest is Ian Anderson Gray, really good friend of mine and also um, a second time returner. So only it's the second time ever that somebody's returned twice. So that says a lot about what I think about Ian. Um, and we're talking about LinkedIn Live. Ian is an expert in live content. So helping entrepreneurs to really level up their impact, authority, and ultimately their, their profits and their business through creating really good live video. And with LinkedIn Live being kind of the new kid on the block in the live um, streaming area, I thought it'd be great to have a conversation with Ian all about what that is and the repurposing opportunities as well. So welcome to the show, Ian. Thanks, Amy. It's great to be here. It's so nice to have you back. <laughs> it's a, it, you're privileged. The second person, Janet Murray, came back and now now you're the next return visitor, Ian. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm in, I'm in very good company then in that case. <laughs> you, you were my guest on episode 11 and we talked all about um, live video then. We were focusing a bit more on Facebook Live and how you can repurpose Facebook Lives. So yeah, episode 11 and I think if my memory serves, because we kind of batch things up a bit, this is 92. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation about LinkedIn Live because I know that lots of people want to know lots about it. And I know that you're the man to talk about this topic. But before we jump in and talk about LinkedIn Live, what did I miss in the intro? I know I mentioned all about your live video, but there's a lot more. You've got your new podcast. Tell us a little bit more about what's been going on with you, Ian. Well, a lot's been going on recently. I've, yeah, I've, I've just launched a, a new podcast called the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And it's really exciting because I'm doing a lot of what you teach in, in your podcast, which is repurposing it. So I'm actually, it's a live show. I go live on Facebook and LinkedIn Live. And then I'm taking that into, uh, into a podcast and I'm also getting that into a blog post. And of course, I'm getting that repurposed into lots of social media posts as well. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I'm, I'm helping basically the whole uh, topic of the podcast is to help entrepreneurs with their confidence and uh, getting in front of the camera and with the communication side of things and with the technology and gear. And then finally, the content and repurposing as well. So that's what I've been up to. And it's uh, kept me occupied, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it, but it's quite time consuming, especially launching a podcast, isn't it? But um, no, it's it's fantastic. I mean, I've, I've been listening along and of course, we um, Content 10X are proudly sponsoring the show as well, aren't we? So um, yeah, it's a really, really good show and we're really pleased to be involved in helping you out with that as well. Well, it's really exciting just the whole, I mean, I've always believed in repurposing uh, and the power of repurposing, particularly when it comes to live video, but actually doing it really full on has just been so exciting. I mean, just getting getting a blog post from it and getting all the social media posts and of course, Content 10X is helping with, with all the, those things and it, it's just a joy uh, to, to get <laughs> to get all those images and get all the content uh, just appearing in my Dropbox folder and all, all sorted out and it's just, 
Lovely. Well, it just feels nice to have a system, doesn't it? And and feel confident that through putting out your one podcast, as you said, that's also a live stream. So there's so much that goes into that. It's just nice to know that there's more in place coming out from that, isn't it? Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, you know, we're all just human and there's a limitation to what we can all do. So, yes, I am doing a podcast and a live show. But if I try to do absolutely everything, if I try to do all the creating it into a blog post myself and and making it into social media posts, I would have no time to do anything else. I would have no time to to uh, work with clients and not make any money. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, you've you've got to get help from other people. You've got to find ways of uh, uh, repurposing intelligently and being careful yeah. with your time. Yeah, you definitely do. So um, I'm glad that's working well for you. <laughs> um, so so LinkedIn Live, this is really exciting um, because obviously, as I said, it's new. I personally don't seem to have access to LinkedIn Live at the moment. So I think it's kind of gradually rolling out, isn't it? So my, what first question really, Ian, is just what are your initial reactions to LinkedIn Live? What did you think when you heard mm. that it was coming out and, and what do you think think of it in general? Mm. Well, I'm re- I was really excited when it uh, was announced because I've been going on about this. I've been predicting this for, well, certainly for the last year. And I'm sure you're, you're aware of all these posts that come out, you know, top 10 predictions for 2019, you know, and I get asked a lot for, to predict it. I, I, I usually hate those kind of questions because it's so difficult to know yeah. what's going to come out. But I, I was very sure that LinkedIn Live is coming. It just makes a lot of sense. And so it's only been out really for a, for a few months. It's in, in it's only, uh, it's in beta or beta, depending on how you pronounce it. And <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. And it's, uh, it's currently invite only. So you have to, you have to request, uh, you have, there's a form that you can fill in and, uh, it's been rolled out slowly, but at some point, I mean, we're, this is in 2019, at some point it will be rolled out. It will, uh, everyone will have access to it. But uh, at the moment it is only for invite only. And yeah, it's, I'm really impressed with it. Despite it being a very new service, the the quality of the video, for example, is really good. And it's, in my opinion, it's much better than Facebook Live. And yes, there are lots of bugs, but compared to what, what Facebook Live was like when it when it came out, mm-hmm. I mean, there are it's it's so much more robust. I mean, we could talk about some of the some of the bugs and some of the things that are there are limitations to it. But I think I'm really impressed with what LinkedIn are doing and that they're really creating very robust platform uh, comments. You can comment uh, and uh, react. You know, you can use likes and loves and all the the new LinkedIn reactions as well. So it's a great way of of. Uh, interacting with your audience and i'm getting a lot of a lot of uh, interactions and a lot of engagement and a lot of watches people watching me live and watching the replay as well so i'm really excited about this as a platform and and you know a lot of my clients in the past have said to me yeah i, I really want to to use live video but my audience isn't on facebook my audience is on linkedin so what would you suggest that we do and so i at the time i kind of recommended that people go live on YouTube or go live on Facebook and but say to your LinkedIn audience well yeah I'm live on YouTube at the moment so I'm live on Facebook but it never felt a particularly good solution because obviously their audience were on LinkedIn yeah. so now we've got this uh, solution now that LinkedIn has I've got a live video platform and we can you people can go live to that audience and 
the other thing to say is that, of course, is when you go live or if somebody goes live in your connections, it's really obvious. I mean, LinkedIn at the moment are really promoting it. So right at the top of the notifications, it will say, for example, Ian Anson Great is live. And so uh, people people do go uh, and watch the live videos and uh, do get a far higher number of viewers than I am getting on even on Facebook. So it's really exciting. Yeah, the notification, that used to be something that was a good feature of going live on Facebook. But I think it was the early days, wasn't it? And then as more people started to go live, I don't know whether I, maybe it was I personally changed a setting and I don't remember doing that, but I, I stopped getting those, you know, so-and-so is live. I think it very rarely happens now, even though plenty of people I follow go live. So is that do you think that's a feature that LinkedIn might have put in place, you know, in the early days to raise awareness and get their audience educated and um, familiar with what's going on in the live LinkedIn live space? Absolutely. And yeah. I've got no doubt that in the future, as, as this gets rolled out and more and more people go live, they will probably make it not so obvious uh, I, I think it yeah. will just do people's heads in if they if they if everyone yeah. is going live having said that i i don't know whether i mean a lot of people go live on facebook uh, but i don't think so many people are going to go live on linkedin initially at least uh, because it's just it's it's a professional network and i think the the number of barriers that people have in their heads to go live, I think it's going to be higher on LinkedIn. On Facebook, it's more of a personal thing that you maybe could go live with your friends. But as businesses, I think the, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to be struggling to press that go live button. They're going to be worried about it. And so I actually think fewer people are going to go live. My, I feel my job is to to stop that from happening, and I want to encourage people to. But I, I just wonder whether we're going to see fewer people going live on LinkedIn initially, at least in the first six to 12 months. And it, can you go live from, is it, it's personal profiles? Is it business pages? Can like a business go live from its page, do you know? Or is it, is it yeah, just so, yeah. So, so with the, with the invitation, you, you have to make a, a choice whether you're going to uh, apply to go live from your profile or from your page. So I applied on my profile. And so that's, I've, I can only currently go live on my profile. I think eventually uh, you'll be able to choose, you'll be able to go live on a company page or a profile. Yeah. So coming back to, because it interested me, you said about it's invitation only and that you fill in a form. So do you basically um, get some kind of notification within LinkedIn to say you've been invited to apply to have LinkedIn live access. Is that how it works? Yeah, I, I think yeah. everyone has had a different experience, but I okay. got a I got an in-mail from somebody working at LinkedIn. So I've got a contact at LinkedIn. Uh, and, and so the part of the point of being in the beta program is that you've give some feedback on what's working and what isn't working. So I think most people have either had an email or an in-mail. As that rolls out to, to wider number of people, I just wonder whether actually people will just get a notification to say, you now have LinkedIn Live. Yeah. And and at the moment, there are, I think one of the reasons why they're doing this way, doing it this way and making it a slow rollout is that actually in order to do a, a LinkedIn Live, there's quite a few limitations. You actually need to get special software to do it. It's not that easy to do it at the moment. So that's the other thing to bear in mind. Oh, really? So um, so what is the software that people need to get? 
So at the moment, you can't go live from the website and you can't go live from the mobile app. The oh. only way is through a third party app. So so I hope I, I, I'm pretty sure that they will make a native solution. So you will be able to go live from the app, the mobile app or the, the website. But at the moment, you have to use a third party tool and at the time, at this time, there are about five or six apps, and, and this will change over time. I'm hoping this will they'll expand. So there's Wirecast as one of them, which is uh, this is uh, around 250 to five six hundred dollars, depending on which one you go for. There's Switcher Studio, which is works with iPhones, I, iPhones and iPads. There's Social Live, which is a more enterprise tool. There's Restream, which is a slightly different tool that allows you. Actually, you can go live. You can actually stream to, to restream from mm. Ecamm Live and other tools, and, and then that will then restream itself to LinkedIn Live. <laughs> it's a bit more right. complicated, and there's a few yeah. others. So yeah, basically at the moment you have to use one of those one of those tools. Oh, I see. Okay, didn't realise that. So it's not within the platform itself, though. I mean, that's great from a repurposing perspective, as as you you mentioned that you are going live on LinkedIn and Facebook every week with your show, right? So you're doing that through Ecom. Yeah. So it's a, I've got a slightly complicated setup, and I really wish it wasn't so complicated. So I'm actually using Ecom Live to broadcast to Facebook. And then I've got a second computer that uses Wirecast to stream to LinkedIn Live. What I could do, I mean, I don't want to get too technical, but what I could do is go use Ecamm Live to broadcast to Restream and then Restream would then broadcast that to Facebook and LinkedIn Live at the same time. But there are some downsides with that. Uh, with Restream, they, uh, unless you pay a lot of money, they actually put their own branding in the title. So it will say, this is brought to you by Restream, mm -hmm. which I don't like and also you can't schedule your facebook lives through restream.io which is something that i want to do so i always well i try to schedule my facebook lives a week in advance so i can uh, let everyone let my audience know that i'm going live and unfortunately with restream.io you can't easily do that you can't set up a, a scheduled live on facebook Right. Okay. But you think they'll potentially, I guess, roll that out at some point? It's a My hope, stage feature. Hmm. Yeah. So that's with re, that's Restream's problem. You, oh, okay. They, they, they need to sort that out. And actually, hmm. yes, you, you're right. I mean, you can't actually schedule a LinkedIn Live either. So that's one thing I forgot to mention. You. So so really, there are there are three or four downsides to LinkedIn Live. There's first of all, it's invite only at the moment, at least. Second of all, you have to use a third party tool, none of which are free. Thirdly, you can't schedule a LinkedIn Live. Uh, four, which is more of a, an advanced one, but if anyone is more of a hardcore uh, live streamer, you, there's, uh, you, there's no RTMP. So this, is, this means that you have to use uh, a third-party tool that integrates with LinkedIn Live. You can't just use any tool like OBS Studio or whatever. You have to use one of these third-party tools. I guess a benefit of having the using a third-party tool is that when, because a question I was going to ask you is, can you easily download the video from the platform once you've gone live? But now that I've discovered actually you're not in the platform anyway, you're doing it through a third-party tool at the moment. I know the answer to that through the many tools you've um, mentioned is yes, you can download to quite a high quality from those apps, the actual yes. video, can't you? Yeah, so that, 
that's a really good point because yeah, yeah with, with if if you're going live using it natively for example if from your phone and then you want to download it off facebook the quality is not that great at the moment i don't think there is an option to download the video from linkedin i don't think once you've gone live i don't think there is the ability to download it later i, I need to check about that that's a really good point but if you're using a third-party tool like Wirecast or Ecamm Live, they also give the ability for you to record that in a higher quality. Uh, so unfortunately, tools like BeLive or StreamYard, as as much as I love them, they're, they're very qu quick and easy tools to use, particularly as bringing in guests. They don't give, currently at least, give the ability to download or save save the video in a high quality format. Yeah, which is a shame from um, from a repurposing perspective, because something that we, you know, often do with quite a few of our clients actually is we'll take the live videos, but get a really good high quality download of the, the live video. And that's when we can then go to town on doing some video editing to turn that 30 minute live into, say, a, a 10 minute YouTube video and just, you know, get some of the highlights from it and things like that. And as you said, if we ever end up receiving a direct download from say Facebook as opposed to gone through at all it's it's okay but you you massively notice the difference in quality like it's it can be pretty poor can't it when native oh, download yeah, yeah. yeah. unfortunately <laughs> yeah. and and they I, I wonder though with LinkedIn whether because the quality actually seems to be a lot better than Facebook I wonder if they do start to offer the download feature in the future whether actually it might be okay just natively so we'll have to see yeah. And another repurposing angle that um, we really like from live video and that you're doing yourself is the the podcast. So taking the the audio and then utilizing that for a podcast. Of course, again, through third party apps, you can select the microphone and you can have your, your decent high quality microphone plugged in. Do you think that if LinkedIn put it onto the platform you could lose some audio quality if you did do it directly. It would still be worth. Yeah, so that's an interesting interesting question. I, I mm. haven't done a lot of analysis of the, the quality of the audio. I, I don't have the spe specifications of the quality of the audio yet. I have mm. asked LinkedIn about this. Uh, and audio for me is really, really important. So again, if you use a third-party tool, I mean, for example, with Ecamm Live, there is actually a feature to, to switch on high quality audios for the for the savings so actually if audio is really important and you're going to be repurposing that into a podcast then you can do it that way or of course the other option if you wanted to be a bit more advanced is and this is what i'm doing with my live show and podcast is i'm actually as well as streaming live to facebook and linkedin i'm actually taking the audio into adobe audition and and so actually I can have different tracks for me and different tracks for my uh, for my guests and it's a lot easier to uh, edit your podcast afterwards doing it that way so you don't even if you're even if you're not using uh, if you're not saving it uh, within the tool you can you can still record the audio as well as stream live yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, we tend to do that and tell a lot of our clients to do that. And then we can put it through a full production cycle and just bring out and enhance the, the sound quality as much as you possibly can mm. for people who are listening audio only, which I think is really important. Um, what other kind of features or nuances have you noticed so far? So are there any restrictions on, say, the duration that a live can be or anything like that? 
No, I've not noticed that. There may yeah. well be a maximum. Uh, yeah. But again, I, I've, I'm waiting to hear back from LinkedIn about some of these questions. So, <laughs> uh, I've, the, so the longest one I've done currently is about 52 minutes. I, I actually think that's too long. I think LinkedIn Lives are probably going to be better if you keep it to between around eight minutes and, and 20 minutes. That's that's kind of my gut re, gut feeling about it at the moment. Mm. But it, again, it depends on your situation and what you're wanting to do. So at the moment, I don't think there is, um, th there may well be some kind of upper limit, but I, I, it doesn't seem to be, um, it may be more than maybe more than an hour or two or something like that. So so that that seems to be okay. Uh, and yeah, uh, the, the the comments are a little bit buggy at the moment, but uh, sometimes they appear and sometimes they don't appear. Mm. <laughs> and, and particularly as at the moment, if you're going live, if you're broadcasting live, you don't see the comments in the tools. So you actually have to, once you go live, you have to wait 10 or 20 seconds and then go to your profile, uh, go to your latest activity and find the live video you know your current broadcasted video and click on that make sure that the sound's muted <laughs> and then <laughs> and then see people's comments there so that's the currently the only other way of doing it so you could have your phone to your side if you're going live from your desktop or just open up an, another window somewhere so that you can check that out yeah, yeah when you're starting to talk it through it really makes sense that it's in the beta phase at the moment because having to actually pretty much sit and watch your own linkedin live to be able to respond to the comments and things like that. I guess it does sound quite uh, kind of early phase testing, doesn't it? Because you'd hope that they could improve upon upon that. Um, but I guess we'll see. But it, it's, it, it's all the reason that it's been slowly and gradually rolled out, isn't it? And all the feedback that they'll get and then they can make improvements and, and all of that. Um, so from a, the perspective of how you think it's going to be used, so um, like, for example, so Facebook Live, um, you don't, maybe it's just me and who I follow on Facebook, but I, I don't see an awful lot of people going live. And when I do, it tends to be a lot of people who are in the online business and uh, digital marketing, online marketing space, a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, who, who do you think is going to be best using this? And do you think you're going to see larger corporates using LinkedIn Live? Well, I'm already seeing large corporates using mm. LinkedIn Live. I mean, the likes of Hootsuite are already using it. Uh, unsurprisingly, Telestream, which makes Wirecast, they're using it. And, yeah. uh, there's a, there's, but there are, there are a number of companies. And I think at the moment, they're kind of experimenting. So quite a few of the live videos have been, they're trying to make them work professionally, but they quite often will go wrong. So I think at the moment, we're in this kind of testing phase. They're just testing it out. I, I really think that most people, most businesses out there can use LinkedIn Live really effectively. And it's in a similar way that people are using it on Facebook, but they've kind of got it. They've got to have a plan. They've got to have an idea of what kind of content they can create. Uh, so uh, there's, there are loads of loads of ways people can use it. You can, for example, you could create a, a live video show uh, such as what I, I'm doing, where it's it's kind of your pillar content is your your blog content that you're repurposing to into a uh, into a live video on LinkedIn. So this is really you showing yourself as an expert, demonstrating your expertise, but also allowing your audience to ask you questions and get involved. But then there are other types of content, such as uh, it could be like a 
behind the scenes. You know, people want to know a little bit more about how you work and your business. And and so actually, this will be great when they have it on being able to go live from the, your phone. You'll be able to give people a little bit of a tour around your uh, your business and what you're working on right now. Or it could be you just sharing your thoughts on something you're working on or or maybe it's something new that you're working on that you want to it's almost a bit of exclusive content so you're thinking well i'm I'm working on this new thing i'm not i've not shared this anywhere else but i want you you people on linkedin what do you think about this and so you're you're sharing that with them and getting some ideas from them some feedback from them so there are loads of ways that you can use live video on linkedin and I think because it's more of a professional business orientated network, I think it's going to be particularly, obviously particularly good for those B2B companies out there. But even yeah. if you're not, I, I, I still think it's going to be useful. I'd be really fascinated to see what some of the really big organizations like, uh, completely off the top of my head, but like Barclays or organize, huge organizations like Accenture, who I used to work for, mm. and whether they, now things that I could imagine them doing is, um, let's say it's graduate recruitment time and, um, you know, these organisations get tens of thousands of graduates wanting to apply for the, you know, the, the two or three hundred positions that they might have each year. And I just wonder if they might do things like go live with all the people interested in applying for these positions and do a, you know, the graduate recruitment team doing a Q&A with all the aspiring grads that want to join Accenture's graduate recruitment team, you know, join Accenture's graduate programme and, you know, things that you could do within recruitment, not just, you know, just any kind of uh, key role that's going to have hundreds and hundreds of people applying and maybe the recruiters will go live to tell you more about it. More the live aspect, I'm thinking like Q&A, like join us live and we'll answer all of your questions live about this or that. Or, um, you know, the, I guess I'm kind of interested to see what these really big organisations do, if anything. <laughs> well, I, I do wonder whether it will be in if if anything category but i I love that i love that example of (laughs) of yours there that would be such a perfect example of uh, using live video on linkedin i can even think like universities so uh, my nephew was in manchester uh, just last week uh, looking at manchester university he's he's going to be a student next year and so he was going around and, and asking questions so universities for example and educational establishments could use linkedin live not to replace open days but to again for the similar kind of thing you know, question and answer sessions, or it could be webinars, you know, uh, LinkedIn Live would work really well if you're creating a webinar. So instead of going, uh, creating a webinar on a standard webinar platform, why not use LinkedIn Live um, for, for that? So loads and loads of ways you can use LinkedIn Live as it comes out. But I wonder whether it's actually going to be this very similar to Facebook, and it's going to be the online uh, marketers, online entrepreneurs that are going to mm. be using it first. And we'll see maybe very slowly some of the bigger enterprise companies using it. Um, and then finally, we'll see maybe uh, the smaller businesses out there using it. I, I hope so. I think it's going to be a really powerful platform. I do too. And it's just going to be, I guess it's going to be interesting to see for people who aren't necessarily going to use it, it's still going to be interesting from the the average 
uh, you know, consumer, or what, what would you call it, the, the average user on LinkedIn, how the audience are going to react and the, the, the views and are people going to engage and um, is it, are people going to get the engagement levels to inspire them to carry on doing the live content as well? So in the early days when it's new, when you get notifications and people are being pulled over to these live broadcasts, that's going to be a real kind of tell sign, isn't it, of whether people are going to be pulled over and then when they're there, are they going to, are they going to engage? Are they going to stay as well? Yes, well, I, and I think this is where one thing that uh, LinkedIn are, are really investing in is are the analytics. So, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a few weeks ago, LinkedIn Live they they released some more uh, feature-filled statistics and analytics, so you can actually see who's been watching and how long people are watching for, and hopefully you'll be able to see those retention rates and see uh, you know how long people are watching for. So you can get some ideas if you if people are watching the first three minutes and then it tails off. Maybe you need to start working on your intro so that people are, you're, you're sounding a bit more interesting and people are actually going to carry on watching <laughs> you. So, I mean, that that's really important with video. People can get bored very easily. So you need to kind of keep the pace moving. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see, won't it? What, what, what the numbers went live and then what are the numbers um, at the replay as well? How many people, do you know, will you still get to, see that stat is that something that you've been seeing in the beta already the replay views you can look at that as well i need to check into that because mm. they, they keep changing it i've not noticed that yet but that doesn't mean it, it, it doesn't exist so i'm i'm going to be just after this podcast we've got i'm going to go back and have a look and i'll, I'll let you know it's really interesting, isn't it, to sometimes know about those replay views because there's a, there's a few people I know who do um, weekly lives and they don't always get, uh, you know, that many people attending the actual lives. So it's sometimes to the point that you kind of th- wonder if they should maybe take a different approach. But then when you see how many people catch the replay, it then kind of looks, okay, you know, you might have only had... 15, 20 people or, you know, 10 people on the live, but you've had 200 people watch it in the 24 hours afterwards. And that's that's relevant, isn't it? It absolutely mm. is. And, and it, it, people actually like watching the replay of a live video because mm. it is more, all the advantages of a live video. First of all, it's more authentic. The, the second thing is that you are just creating the contents. You know, actually, if you if you created pre-recorded videos, I mean, how often would you create a pre-recorded video? Mm. It would, you know, because perfectionism syndrome kicks in, doesn't it? And and I much prefer creating live video content because I'm not having to kind of re-edit it and, and redo it hundreds of times until it's some kind of perfect. So, so the fact of the matter is you're actually creating that content and it's also more authentic and and people can ask questions and get involved uh, afterwards as well. So it's it's great content. Yeah, I always say that it's it's it goes beyond being called content because it's an experience in itself that you're offering people and um, that access to you. It kind of it's, it's such a level above blog, video, podcast, where it's one way. It's not one way, it's two way. And um, I think that's, you know, a really important aspect. And like you said as well, when you're brave enough to go live, and that's the final thing I want to come on to with you, the braveness. <laughs> but when you're brave enough to go live and you put yourself out there, um, you know, it's so transparent, isn't it? And you are, and, and also, you know, if, you, if you're an expert in something and you're putting yourself out there for live Q&As, it really does show that there's a depth behind the knowledge that you have because you can answer on the spot or you can 
be authentic and honest if you don't know the answer as well, which people love just as much as well. So it's kind of a win-win. Um, and that brings me on to, um, I don't want to finish the podcast without asking you a very important question, which is for anyone who hasn't gone live before and they're listening to this and thinking, right, when this goes live, I'm on it. When when I get this, I'm on it. Um, as an expert as you are in teaching people how to be confident in going live, what would be your top tip for approaching live, whether LinkedIn live or just live, new live streamer, approaching it with confidence? Well, you've got to, got to start. You've got to just start from from the basics. And, you know, yeah. the first live videos that you create are not going to be that amazing. You, But you, you've got to know that over time, the more that you do, the better and better and better they will become. So don't compare yourself with other people that have been doing this for a long time. So mm. my, my top advice really is to to just get used to doing it. Use Instagram stories just as a way for you to get it comfortable in front of the camera. Go live on Facebook and change the privacy settings just to only me so that, again, you are just getting used to going live. And when, when you watch it back, which is a horrible thing to do, most of us do not like looking at videos mm -hmm. of ourselves. But what, what my top tip really is to write three things down that you did really, really well first. So what what things did you do really well? And then three things that you can do to improve for next time and make sure it's in that order and be constructive with that. And then when you do go live on LinkedIn, make sure you have a plan of what you're going to say. So come up with just three points that you want to share with your audience and go live for three or four minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Just start it off because actually the, the most difficult thing is pressing that button. Try it for three or four minutes. Press the end broadcast button. If no one watches you live, doesn't matter because the more you do it, the better it will become and also the more confident you'll become. Yeah. And just having faith and, and it, it's like anything, isn't it? You get more confident the more that you do it. So you just have to start somewhere. <laughs> you do. And, and yeah. bear in mind that things will go wrong. And actually, yeah. that's kind of part of the fun of it, actually, when things go wrong. So uh, embrace embrace the wrong is something I often say, uh, because actually when things go a little bit pear-shaped, it's it's shows your humanity. Yeah. So. We, we and, and audiences absolutely love seeing mishaps and things going wrong. And it's not because they like to see, you know, you know, bad things happen to people. It's just human nature, isn't it? It's just yeah. it's just it's just funny. It's just it's because it's seeing the human side of life and, and that things go wrong. So well, it's, it's so true. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the the North Korean expert who was on the BBC News that everyone keeps going on about, oh, you yeah. know, when his kids <laughs> came in the room and then his, his wife tries to get them out. And, you know, nobody thinks thought bad of him. You know, nobody thinks that he's any less of an expert because of that. In fact, he was asked on TV more and more times. He was the first thing that came into his head after that happened is that the BBC are never going to ask me back. But the fact is the BBC did ask him back and people just love him. They 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 loved the humanity. Um, he, the, he was a real human being with kids who you know, run around on are mad in the background. So, so yeah, just, I mean, you know, you don't, you wouldn't still, that's a good idea to lock the door, but you know, <laughs> if things go wrong, it's not, it's not the end of the world and it can actually be a really positive thing.
Oh, no, I agree with you. And actually, it was only, I don't know, maybe last month, there was a podcast episode about repurposing your bloopers. And I did a whole episode on don't delete some of these funny bloopers that might happen because there's actually content that can be created from it. And in that blog post, we actually embedded the the funny video of the the guy, the BBC interview with the guy. (laughs) We just got to show that because I think I've watched it a hundred times. So, yeah. And and like you said, that you don't think anything bad of him you just think well that could have been me and that's just real life so um yeah it just embrace if things go wrong you just kind of have to embrace it and not worry too much don't you and um i also think if you can get if you get better at becoming good on live video and you get more confident at that you'd get a bit better on video overall as well don't you because then when you start to do pre-recorded videos when you start to do quick videos on stories and things like that i think you just notice yourself becoming more and more confident because if you've been courageous enough to go live and do lots of live content then you, you're just better on camera all around aren't you so it's a win yeah. anyways mm. it, it will take time yeah. i mean so, yeah. so you know you're not going to get amazing overnight it, it the, the first videos that i did uh were not that great and and even even today i find myself going through blips so so i actually took a couple of weeks off and then when i got back to it i had a bit of a kind of confidence blip so you know even people like me who've done it for a long time you've you've got to make sure you have a good checklist of all the things that you need to remember before you do it and you need to remember what you're going to say on your live video as well Uh, and but don't be surprised if occasionally along the way you have these little blips it's not like an upwards graph going from no confidence to loads of confidence and from bad to good, it, it will hopefully go up. It will go up, I promise mm-hmm. you, but it will occasionally go down and up and down. It's just kind of like the entrepreneurial journey, really. It is, isn't it? It's all part of the fun and games. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Ian. It's been a, a really good chat. I can't believe um, that we've been talking for over half an hour and I could probably talk for a lot longer about, about all of this because it's such an interesting topic. But um, I, I should just thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and I guess the final question is, where can people go to engage with you and find out more about you? So probably the best place is my blog, which is iag.me. And you can also just uh, go and find my podcast, which is if you just go to iag.me forward slash podcast, you can find out all about the Confident Live Marketing Podcast there. Brilliant. Okay. And of course, we'll put the links to everything in the show notes as well. So um, everything will be there and all your social media links and everything like that too. Um, So great. Thanks, Ian. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And I can't wait to um, see what happens with LinkedIn Live. So it's been a really good conversation. Thank you. Thanks, Amy.